Hey everyone, I'm Kristen Howerton, a writer and a psychotherapist. And I'm Rue Powell, an admitted workaholic and self-care Luddite. And you are listening to Selfie, a weekly podcast about women learning to take better care of themselves. We think self-care is important, but it can simultaneously be elusive. We don't lack information about it, but we don't always quite get there. So this podcast is dedicated to exploring different aspects of self-care, from the silly to the serious. We're looking at health, relationships, beauty, periods, and maybe a touch of the random. We also want to look at the hurdles we face that keep us from caring for ourselves like we should. To submit questions to me or Rue, or to Claire, our beauty expert, or BJ, our resident therapist, join us in our private forum by searching Selfie Podcast Community on Facebook. Hey guys, well in today's episode, Root and I are talking about that struggle of knowing how hard to push our kids and when to back off. Root is sharing how she pretended like it was the 80s and had her colors done. And BJ and I have a chat about a question someone asked, what do we do when we have long-standing mental health issues that don't seem to be helped by therapy or medication? Some of you may be experiencing long-term depression, long-term anxiety, other mental health issues. And what do we do when we find that nothing seems to be helping. But first, I'm going to do a self-care check-in with Rue. Rue, how's it going? Um, hello. I did something that feels very 1985. Mm-hmm. So when you were younger and you were growing up fundy and you had feathered bangs, yes. did your mother ever get – or anyone in your church circle get their colors done Meaning, did uh-huh. someone put drapes like around their faces to tell uh-huh. them whether like or not they were yes or a summer? Yes. Okay. And yes, and yesterday I was served a TikTok, and I guess this is back. Yes. So I, 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 I bought it because of a TikTok. Oh um, my gosh! So I did it because for a couple of reasons. One, I have these yellow undertones. You know, I'm half Asian, half not Asian. And sometimes certain colors do make me look sickly. Mm -hmm. And I have seen myself on camera a lot lately uh, because, you know, we've been filming this project and they kept changing what colors I should be wearing. Like, oh, how about wearing this color today? And I, at some point, I probably should have asked for a stylist, but um, it's mainly because certain colors look better on camera and certain colors can make you look washed out and whatever. Um, And I haven't ever really figured it out. So I found this Instagram account and I paid. And this is the embarrassing part. You have to take a ton of selfies with different colors draped around your neck while you are not wearing any makeup, no makeup. And so I did that. And then they send you a very nice email and they're always very sweet and like very complimentary. And uh, they said, okay, now I need to see this color, this color, this color, this color. I don't have unlimited colors of clothing. So I'm taking like my daughter's comforter, totally. um, a dish rag, totally. uh, the, this random curtain, and I'm wrapping it around myself and I'm sending selfies. And I find this all just a little bit humiliating because I feel like I should just know whether or not I look good in blue, right? So, Kristen, I'm happy to let you know that I am a deep autumn. Okay. And other deep autumns include uh, Eva Longoria and yes. Jessica Alba. Yeah. 
And instead of black and white as my neutrals, black, white, and gray, which I have a lot of, I should be going for like a chocolate or navy, okay. an off-white, and a camel. Um, and then I need to be going for – and so then, of course, you go on Pinterest and you search deep autumn wardrobe and all of this stuff comes up. And um, – yeah, like maybe a little, like maybe I'm a little embarrassed talking about it, but at the same time, I feel like we've been talking about decision making. It removes a bunch of the decision making for me. Uh-huh. So, for example, you know how you go on Nordstrom and you're like, okay, I'm looking for women's shirts, tops, tees. Now I just, I pick colors and I don't pick black or white or gray. Right. And then I know I'm never going to buy a black t shirt again. You know what I mean? I'm not going to buy a gray t-shirt again. I mean, I still have I still have stuff that I'm going to use because I like it, even though it might not be very flattering. But I'm just not going to do that anymore because mm-hmm. I know this other color looks so much better. And that is freeing in a way. Okay. But see, here's my problem. So the colors I'm supposed to wear are colors I don't want to wear. Like, I'm uh, not going to wear baby blue and pink. Are you supposed to, what, Do you know what you are? I'm like a summer. I'm like a cool summer. Because there's like, there's bright summer. Oh, really? It's just colors that I don't like. It's Easter egg colors. Oh, so, and those are the exact colors I'm not supposed to wear. Yeah. And so I just ignore it. I'm just going to keep wearing black and no one can tell me any different. Well, you look good. At, you look good in black. Although I don't think I've ever, you've, I don't think I've ever seen you in like a white shirt. No, you haven't. No. Um, I never, hardly ever wear white. Now I yeah. almost always wear black. Yeah. Um I so I I got it, I got it done and I'm a I'm a deep autumn. Um and it's hard to find deep autumn colors because like when's the last time you saw I don't know like a medium brown t-shirt? Well, I feel like you're going to have to wear like you're going to have to shop for those colors in the fall, right? Yeah, you know, fair enough. Um fair. And there are some colors that I don't like. I don't like bright ass turquoise so i'm not gonna wear it yeah totally no but neither but i feel like your yours is the good one it's the good one i i don't know i feel like i I feel like i've got dreary yeah i've got dreary i've got dreary colors kind of like that (laughs) i think i'm a dreary dresser they're like instead of an emerald green go for a hunter green like i'm basically it's basically camo colors yes that's true. And, it's, and various shades of rust. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. I rust honestly feel right now. I feel like I should just follow all of these celebrities that are the same color and just you ape their looks. Yes, absolutely. That's what you do. Anyway, uh, aside from me pretending like it's the 80s, how is your self-care going? <laughs> Um, It's going good. I think that uh, my struggle right now in this stage that we're in, I have two going into high school. I have one who's going to be a junior and Karis is about to be in seventh. And I'm struggling with knowing how hard to push my kids because up until now, a lot of the activities that they have done, I've met, they, I get resistance at some point, right? So Mm -hmm. I'll give you some examples. Like, a child wants to be on dance team, but then the auditions come up, said child freaks out about the audition, says they don't want to be on dance team, says they don't want to go to the audition, and I force them, they make the dance team, and then they're happy. Mm. Or a child wants to take a college class over the summer, dual enrollment, I sign them up. 
they want to do this. We make this decision together. Then they freak out in the middle of the college class. I force them to finish it. Um, having the same issue with cheerleading, having the same issue with ASB. It's like my kids, they'll, and you know, I'm not like a tiger mom making them do things, but I incur- I want my kids to be involved in stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, there's a lot of me pushing them past fear and pushing them past some resistance. Mm. And they generally end up liking what they're doing, but I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Yeah. Did you say ASB? That's student government. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's interesting. I. So there are times – so I have a daughter who is particularly – good at soccer and there are times where she's hyped for a game but she doesn't want to go to practice yeah and i have to do that look you committed and so you committed to you committed to playing soccer this season and so that means you have two practices a week and two Mm -hmm. games a week and that's the end of it like that's Mm -hmm. if you don't want to do that next semester next season then we can revisit we can talk about it yeah um and then uh it's actually funny so my youngest one today um, started a camp all by herself. Like her sisters were not there. She doesn't know any of the other campers. She doesn't know any of the counselors. And it's a theater camp. Mm. And she's out of the three of them. She's the one that likes theater the most. And mm-hmm. so they start today and they do auditions today. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I want to do it, but I'm really nervous. But I want to do it, but I'm really nervous. And so I feel like you're right. Like a lot of it is just saying, I know that this part is scary, but I think you'll regret it if you don't do it. Or right. I know this part is scary, but if you push past it, you're going to be really proud of yourself. Right. Yeah. But I'm like, but like this involves my kids like crying and saying they don't want to do it. And then me like forcing it. What do they, how do they feel after? Are they always happy after? Um. Yes. 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 Yeah. So, yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess as I'm processing this out loud, like we've just gotten into a dance, right? And it's almost like this is a part of it. Like they fall apart and then I force them through. But I'm kind of like, okay, like we're getting into high school years. Like, do I just need to let them fall on their face? And like, but then they won't be in things. (laughs) Well, I think to think about it, I think there are times where we experience this stuff as adults. Yeah. Where we want to try something, but we're nervous, or we want to go for that that other job, but we're like, ah, I don't know, or we want to apply for this thing, or whatever. For sure. And we end up going to our friends, or a therapist, or whomever, yeah. that are there to rally for us. And I that's think true. maybe that's just, I think it's nice that they feel comfortable enough to go to you, because they kind of know they need that tough love in order to get through it. Like, maybe, like maybe they like that part of the dance. I don't know, like subconsciously in some way. Yeah, they might. I really find it exhausting, though. Like, I really – I feel just demoralized, you know, because it's uh, like – Don't answer this if this is too personal, but do they go to Mark with these things? Never. Yeah. Well, Mark would just say, then don't do it. Right. I mean, Mark would never push through either. Mark would just be like, don't do it then. Don't do it. You know? Right. Um, where I think I – I think I know them a little bit more and I know, like, oh, they need a push. They'll They'll regret, you know, they'll regret if they don't do it. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know how much longer um, I can do this, you know, because they're going to be going to college in four years and like, I don't know. Yeah. So it's just that struggle, the struggle of knowing how hard to push and, you know, am I projecting what I want onto them or is this really what they want? But at the same time, we are a family that requires like 
all my kids have to play a sport or be involved in something, right? So, yeah, you know, that's a part of it too. It's like, fine, then don't audition for dance, but then what are you going to do? Play volleyball? Like, you know, what, what's your other thing going to be? Yeah, I, we do that where you can do something that maybe uh, is active and then something that stimulate, stimulates you mentally or creatively. Yep. Or, um, and I have a daughter that is not competitive, that doesn't want to murder people on a soccer field. And so she, she likes things that are bettering herself without necessarily, uh, beating someone in order to do it. Yeah. Um, so that's, so she's, she's been doing like these aerial silks and she's been really enjoying that because it's just, it's just her, you know, uh, kind of just trying to get better at it on her own, which is really nice. Yeah. So I think, I think it's important for kids to be active in general because it's so good not just for aesthetics right because that's the thing that we don't want to um highlight but it's great for their body and it's great for their mental health and um i don't know i mean i think it sucks that you have to push sometimes but you know it's like it's it kind of reminds me of one daughter that had a needle phobia she would cry and cry and cry before a doctor's appointment and then she would cry during it and she would kick and push because she couldn't help it and then afterwards she'd go okay it wasn't that bad totally. and it's kind of like we're gonna do this each time i'm totally. like remember how it wasn't that bad remember and then it's like oh but i'm scared but i'm scared and it probably took i mean it took like 12 years of doing that yeah and then now she's yeah. like all right i can do i can i can do it totally. um i don't know that sucks though it sucks because it takes so much out of you yes yeah it feels stressful from my end and exhausting yeah and I just – I'm losing my patience, honestly. That's a part of it too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I uh, definitely empathize. I, I hear you on that. Maybe – you know what? This would be a great conversation to have in the Selfie Facebook group. Yes. I'd love to know what other parents do. Me too. Yeah. I'm going to start that in there. Well, what do you have for your two thumbs up this week? Okay. I keep talking about sunscreen, um, but it's because I am really – trying to get rid of just some hyperpigmentation. So what I discovered is that certain sunscreens on Amazon are FSA, HSA eligible, which means you can use your health savings account to pay for them. Mm-hmm. So you can do that for like tampons, maxi pads, just a, a bunch of other stuff that I have been, I feel like I've been frittering away my own money at Target. It's still your own money, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So I bought the Supergoop, the big jug with my HSA and it's 18 ounces and it has a big pump so you don't have to like open a cap and flip it mm-hmm. open and it's so big and it's and substantial it's right on the bench by the front door so before everyone goes out they just take a quick pump of sunscreen and put it on and then they go get in the car or whatever um and that has been a nice it has been an easy way to enforce the sunscreen habit without fighting or dealing with sprays and holding kids down and totally. forgetting or whatever, forgetting it in the car or, or that sort of thing. So I recommend it. It's really a good – it's a really good sunscreen. And if your HSA covers it, then it doesn't feel like it's that much of a financial investment as long as you're not paying for braces this year or whatever. <laughs> totally. Nice. The other thing is because, you know, I got my colors done. Um, <laughs> I took the colors that I don't use and I use, I've used ThreadUp for a while, which is a secondhand, um, yes. online website. It's like Poshmark or Depop yeah. or any of those. And so I, they do this thing now before they used to send you a bag and now you can take any box you have lying around at home, Amazon box, whatever, put your clothes in it, print out the label 
print out the label and ship it in and they'll go through it, um, which is really nice. And so what – and they have this one stat that makes me feel very noble each time I do it. Returning one clothing item back into the circular economy extends its life by an average of 2.2 years and reduces its carbon waste and water footprints by 82%. Nice. So I always feel good about doing that as opposed to – I don't know. I feel sometimes like there's just so much – like the Goodwill is over – overloaded with clothes right yeah and a lot of these clothes end up in the dump so i feel really good about buying secondhand i feel good about sending it to thread up so they can sell it secondhand so i went on thread up and because i have my colors i sorted by color and i found a very nice uh diane von Furstenberg silk blouse Ooh. in my colors for um there was there's always like promotions going on so it was i think retail like 250 dollars, and then it was down to $50 and then they had a sale and a coupon code. So whatever. I ended up getting this really nice shirt for $25 and I'm very excited about it. Wow. And unlike Poshmark, you can return. You can make returns. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yes. The other one, uh, the Real Real is also really good if you like luxury items. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's still pricey, but it's secondhand luxury items. But I, I feel like I, I'm on thread up in Poshmark the most. So I like it. I like it for kids too. And they have, you know what you you might like, Kristen, is they have their own like Stitch Fix-esque program on ThreadUp called the Goodie Box. Really? Where they will pick out stuff for you and send it to you and it's all secondhand. Oh, I didn't know that. I should try that. I I used to use ThreadUp and then I just kind of fell off the wagon for a bit. It's great. I really like it a lot. Yeah. So you can do uh, goodie, Goodie Boxes. You have like your style profile like you would for... Stitch Fix. And then they send 10 like new items. And Oh, that's really cool. Yes. So my friend has done that and she has gotten really good, um, has, has had really good luck with it. I'm scared to do that, but I maybe I'll try. I need to get my kids on this because my kids really like thrifting. You know, mm-hmm. they want everything 80s now. They want it like legit yes. 80s. Yes. The track jackets, the yeah, all of it. It's so funny. Um, so yeah, I need to get them on this. Well, how about you? What's on your, what's on your two thumbs up list? Well, one of mine is this, it's a superfood powder. It's from a company called Your Super. Um, but this is their moon balance mix and it is made specifically to reduce the symptoms of PMS and menopause, which hello. And I am currently PMSing right now. So I'm actually as soon as we're done going to go make myself a cup of this. But it's like it's plant based. It's all organic. But it's got like, you know, all of the homeopathic things that have been shown to help with this stuff. So it's maca root, um, hibiscus, beetroot, shatavari. Um, and it's all organic. Um, and you just, you know, it's just a powder and you just mix it in. You can mix it with a smoothie. I like to just mix it with some almond milk. Um, and then just have it as a little drink. How does it um, taste? It's good. I mean, it's got maca. So, you know, if you know that taste, it's, it's you know, it's good. I think it's good. It it tastes very plant-based, <laughs> which I don't got mind. It. Yeah. Yeah, but it also maybe makes you feel like you're doing something really good for your body it while does. you're doing it. Oh, they have um, – I'm just like on the website and they have drink suggestions, it seems. Well, yeah. Actually, so this – this brand, um, they do a they do a whole kit. You can um, it's yoursuper.com, but there's this whole kit where it comes with like all these different drinks, um, 
where there's like, there's some for detoxing and there's some for stress. Um, there's like a super green mix. There's an energy bomb. So they have all kinds of nice and they come in. I mean, you know how we're suckers for packaging. Yes. 100%. They come in like a really cute cardboard um, cylindrical package. Mm. Um, and, you know, the fonts. It's like cute. a it's like a, se- a really sexy Quaker Oats. Yes. Container. Yes. 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 So I actually did get. Um, I have their ultimate health bundle, which is like a whole bunch of different stuff. So they have a matcha, they have a plant protein, um, they have this chocolate lovers super mix um, that has like, you know, immunity stuff in it. I, I like all of it, actually. It's really it's good stuff. Yeah, I've been I've, I think I've been dealing with some hormone imbalance just mm-hmm. based on a few things. So I was actually looking at what can I take that is semi like not crazy bad for me right like can right. i take like not like an actual hormone but like something right. natural yeah right so i think i might try actually the moon balance looks great i think i might try that yeah you should and they actually have it at target now too no way yeah they do yeah so it used to be you had to order it from the website but now it's at target huh. um and then my other recommendation i posted about this on instagram but my daughter india she goes to the beach a lot and the other day she grabbed what she thought was sunscreen and it was actually oh my gosh. bug spray. Oh, poor baby. And she fell asleep and took a nap at the beach with no. no sunscreen on. So she got the worst sunburn of her life. Which is funny, though, I have to say, because did you – well, you're – I know you are um, – your skin Darker? tone is di- – yeah, yeah, your skin tone is different than mine. But, like, when growing up, did you just burn your skin to a crisp on the regular? Well – I never burned, but I I don't ever remember wearing sunscreen. Like no. I just I just turned so 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 brown, Got and it. just I just I just looked extra Filipino yeah. uh, for six months out of the year. But I don't remember like I don't remember putting sunscreen on. I don't remember bringing it with me to the beach. No, it was not um, like it was now. Yeah, I remember bringing tanning oil to the beach. Uh, yeah, or baby oil. Right. Well, so I, I mean, I was sunburned as a kid. Every summer I would get just a horrible sunburn. So it was funny because my daughter's 14 and this was her her first real burn. Um, but anyway, I had randomly gotten this wild organic brand um, sunburn soap. And so she's been using it and she's really liked it. Um, and so it's just a soap that you use when you're really burnt. And it's got aloe vera, honey, um, coconut milk, witch hazel, and it really does kind of calm it down. That That is – well, I need to get this because even though I am tan, um, my family – I'm about to make a joke and I can't tell if I'm allowed to or not. <laughs> uh, Your family's white. Been colonized. <laughs> and my kids are much paler than i am totally um so i had to learn really quickly when they were babies because i let my kid get a sunburn is that oh crap i need to put sunscreen on these super white babies so there are times where they do or like we miss a spot and they or they do get a sunburn and i don't know how to deal with it because i've never dealt with a sunburn before so we keep like aloe vera around but this looks much nicer yeah, it's nice. And, you know, I mean, I we've used the aloe vera too, but this is just kind of a nice like thing to do in the bath to like kind of calm and soothe the skin down a little bit. So yeah, that's right. Did you get it at, did you buy it online or did you get it at Whole Foods or? Online. Cool. 
Yep, yeah, they've got a, a good website. Yeah, they do. Cool. They have a lot of actually really fun products, that company, and it's all organic. Um, but yeah, the sunburn soap is nice. And actually, I mean, it smells good too. Like, I'll probably just keep using it. It's got peppermint oil in it. I'll probably just keep using mm-hmm. it as a regular soap. And now a quick break from one of our sponsors. I've talked a lot about being a habitual tea drinker. I drink a cup every morning and one every night, and I'm always looking for the perfect morning and evening teas. I've recently found a tea brand, Ready Slim, that makes teas specific for helping you wake up and another one to help you wind down. Their snoozy night detox tea is full of soothing, caffeine-free ingredients designed to de-stress and calm your mind. It's got lavender, chamomile, and valerian root to promote better sleep, as well as peppermint, lemon verbena, and nettle leaf to aid with digestion and help reduce bloating. Their morning tea, called Wakey Wakey, is a detox blend to help remove toxin buildup and reduce inflammation. Green ruibos, ginger, lemon, verbena, and nettle leaf all work to reduce bloating and help with digestion, while their organic yerba mate gives a natural energy boost. Ready Slim's detox teas are made with high-quality, 100% organic herbs. Ready Slim's detox teas are not a laxative tea. They are made with no fillers, no additives, and no laxatives, so they're safe to drink every day. Ready Slim's 28-day detox tea kit has both the morning and evening tea. And right now, for a limited time, you can save 25% on your first order of their 28-day detox tea kit, plus get a free collapsible water bottle. Go to readyslim.com slash selfie and use the code selfie. That's R-E-A-D-Y-S-L-I-M dot com slash selfie and the code SELFIE to save 25% off your first purchase of Ready Slim's 28-Day Detox Tea Kit. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. One of the topics we've chatted about quite a bit in our Facebook group is thinning hair. Many of us are dealing with it, and our sponsor today has helped thousands of women deal with their own thinning hair. Nutrafol is a doctor-formulated supplement that offers two targeted formulas for women. It's clinically shown to improve hair growth and thickness with less shedding through all stages of life. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. Nutrafol is formulated to be 100% drug-free. They use medical-grade botanicals in consistently effective dosages so you get the most reliable results. Healthier hair growth takes time. But 86% of women using Nutrafol experience thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair in just six months. Nutrafol Women is ideal if you're experiencing thinning hair caused by stress, dieting, overstyling, and environmental toxins, while Women's Balance is formulated with additional hormone support for those with thinning hair through menopause. No matter what stage in life, Nutrafol has a solution. Visit Nutrafol.com and take their hair wellness quiz for personalized product recommendations and use the promo code SELFIE to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer they've got going anywhere and it's available to our U.S. listeners for a limited time. Free shipping on every order and $15 off at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code SELFIE. It is time to chat with BJ, our resident therapist, and we are answering some questions that we receive from listeners. Today's question is a tough one. 
um, we had a listener asking for help um, in regards to having a very ingrained and chronic mental health issues. This person said they have tried four therapists, a psychiatrist, five different medications, and none of them have helped. She's feeling like her issues are too deep and her brain just can't be understood or helped. She's also wondering if she's not finding the right type of therapy because CBT hasn't seemed cut out for her. Um, so she's just looking for options. You know, I think she's, I'm, I'm hearing that she's feeling a little bit hopeless. BJ, what advice do you have for someone who is in this situation where a chronic mental illness is just not getting better despite best efforts? Hi, Kristen. I think this has been, I think this is an issue for more people than are willing to say this out loud. I think a lot of people suffer with their emotional pain, frustrated, and just they resign themselves to this is as good as it gets. Um, And they either self-medicate or they just struggle. And the truth is that the dirty secret of the therapeutic world that we've talked about before is that Trauma drives so much of this. And if a therapist is not trained to treat trauma Mm -hmm. and you're not addressing it from that perspective, you're not going to get the solutions you need and you're not going to get to the answers you need. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's really important, first of all, that you have a proper diagnosis and that that diagnosis is coming from a mental health professional. And once you've figured out that that's true, um, First of all, let's talk about CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. By its very nature and title, is not capable of addressing trauma. Now, I'm going to interrupt you really quick because I know there might be people listening and thinking, well, I don't have trauma. I was never raped. I was never in a war. Let's talk about how, you know, big T trauma, little t trauma, like most of us have some trauma and it doesn't have to be something that feels really big and dramatic. All of us have some trauma, and most of us have not experienced anything that's big and dramatic. But what we do know is that developmental trauma has more of an impact on our mental health as adults than any other single thing. Mm -hmm. And those are not always big T traumas. Right. This, the book I talked about recently that Dr. Bruce Perry wrote with, in collaboration with Oprah, Mm -hmm. What Happened to You, talks in detail about this. And I'll keep recommending that book because for those of you with mental health issues, it answers every question you've ever had about your mental health, whether it's based on trauma or not. And what we know is, and what we, what we look at as trauma now that we didn't always do is in early childhood development, in infancy, the first two months of a child's life is the most important period of time in their emotional development. Okay. And all the way into early childhood development, anything less than nurturing is considered traumatic. It's registered Mm -hmm. in the infant brain Mm -hmm. as traumatic because it's not what we intrinsically expect. Mm -hmm. And anything outside of that expectation is registered as trauma. So when we talk about trying to use cognitive behavioral therapy to address trauma, cognition occurs in the upper left lobe of the brain. And that's where we can think through things, make sense of things, use rationale, all of that. The problem with that is trauma turns that part of our brain off. The moment we, whether we are experiencing a trauma or we're being triggered into re-experiencing a trauma, which is what most of us live with in adulthood that we are trying to address as mental health issues, is 
this revisiting that our brain does to those moments when we had an experience that was less than nurturing or that didn't meet our intrinsic expectations for emotional needs being met, or we've had some major trauma and we get into a situation that feels like that situation felt like when we were a child, that's what we call a trigger. And so our brain literally goes back in time and tells our body, oh, it's happening again. It's happening again. You've got to get yourself to safety. Mm -hmm. And the truth is it's not happening again, but in the brain, Mm -hmm. it feels like it is. a fight or flight kind of primitive feeling. That's it. And the moment that engages, Mm -hmm. cognition goes offline. Yep. We're we're in our lizard brain. That's it. So how am I going to address that trauma from a cognitive behavioral approach? It's not going to work. Mm -hmm. So it's really crucial that trauma be treated by someone who uses different treatment modalities meant to address that lizard brain, that Mm -hmm. hypervigilant amygdala and the story it writes, all that part of the right side of the brain where the trauma lives and repeats itself. So it is really crucial that you get to the right therapist. And we've, in the past, we've given directions for how to find a good therapist who does address mental health issues through the framework of trauma. And we'll link and those into today's show notes so people can go find those. That'll be perfect. Yeah. And then recognizing that from within that framework, there are going to be a, di- there's, you're, what you're going to try to get to is a different and the more appropriate diagnosis mm-hmm. and the more appropriate um, treatment for that diagnosis and mm-hmm. therefore the right clinicians. There may be situations where in order for you to do the work with the therapist, you need to be medicated. And it's important that you see a psychiatrist mm-hmm. who understands trauma in order to get medicated. Mm-hmm. Because again, we make assumptions about all of these medical professionals having understanding of all the different modalities that they encounter. And the truth is they just don't. Mm-hmm. And we need to be really scrutinizing and making sure that we're getting to the right clinicians to get the right answers so that we can then get the right treatment. And I just want to, you know, affirm that it's a lot of work. Like it really is a lot of work. And when you're already dealing with mental health issues, to keep putting yourself out there, to try a new psychiatrist, try a new therapist, it's exhausting. Um, But but it's normal. And I, you know, I just don't think that that can be overemphasized that it is normal to try four different therapists. Absolutely. And that's what that that's one of the hardest parts of it, too, because when we're in our trauma, we really stop trusting ourselves. Uh And so now I don't have that intuition online, or if it's there, I'm not paying close attention to it, Mm -hmm. because I don't know how to trust it. And so I tend to kind of flounder trying to find help. And so this is where having an advocate can be really helpful. If your mental health is just at a degree where you simply don't have the wherewithal to do this, to go through all these steps, find a friend that's compassionate and understanding that will help you kind of hold your hand and walk through the process with you. Because the resources are out there and they're accessible. But if you can't even get to the point where you can tolerate trying to do the search, you're going to keep floundering and struggling. And there, 
there are ways to get there. And if you just run into brick walls, our community is filled with people mm-hmm. who will jump in and help you find these resources. And I'm one of them. I have helped yeah. many people in our community figure out how to go through that little lion's lair to, fig- to get to what they need. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to do that. And there are other people that I know have jumped to the, to the rescue of other people as well in these situations because we're all pretty spread thin right now. Mm-hmm. And our ability to manage this these details can be so overwhelming and when we're already activated. So yeah. it is important that you reach out for help. This is where it gets really vulnerable. But the truth is the stigma is finally begin, beginning to be minimized mm-hmm. and mitigated mm-hmm. around people asking for help for mental health issues. Praise Simone Biles. <laughs> for the action she took in the Olympics. Yeah. I mean, that was such a profound statement mm-hmm. because it wasn't like she was having a mental breakdown, that mm-hmm. she was falling apart, but she knew mm-hmm. her mental health was not going to support her physicality. Yeah. And she chose that. And what a place to have the courage to do that and then have to face all the scrutiny and criticism that she did. But the truth is, She's no more emotionally stronger than the next person. We all have the ability to pull that kind of resilience out. And if we can't, it's really crucial that we find someone that can support us who can. I think that that is such good advice for both the people who are struggling with mental illness and those who love them. Because I don't think we often think, you know, we want to help our friends who are struggling, but I don't think we often think like, maybe my help looks like me using my intact executive functioning skills right now, because I'm not in crisis, to help my friend who's struggling. And that might look like, you know, if we're in that struggle saying like, hey, I need a new therapist. I can't even make that list right now. Can you make that list for me? Here's my insurance. Here's what I'm dealing with. Can you make me a Google Doc of 10 therapists I could call? Could you call 10 therapists and see if they have openings? Like, you know, that that might really be the assistance that people need right now. You just gave me chills on chills saying that. I think that is so beautifully described as a way that we, those of us who feel helpless to help someone in our life who's struggling, yeah. if we could just do that for them, practical that stuff, that would be such Bra- a game you know, changer. Brain stuff. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, because the brain is really not functioning right in the way that it needs to. And yeah. it, it's easy to sit back on the outside looking in and go, well, why don't you just dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. And the truth is they would if they could. They're stuck. Yes, they're stuck. So yeah, I think that's great advice. I think if we can do that for our friends and our family that are struggling, I think that's going to be a huge game changer. Yeah. Hey, thank you for joining us. Continue the self-care conversation with us on Instagram at at selfiepodcast and in the Selfie Podcast community group on Facebook. You can also visit our website to check out the resources we've talked about in each episode at selfiepodcast.com. Make sure to subscribe to Selfie on iTunes so you can catch up with us next week. Take care.